Welcome to Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dom went from a life of organized crime to federal prison. There, God saved him and set him free. Soon after his release, he attended seminary and received his master's degree and is now the senior pastor of Desert Sky Baptist Church, where he serves with a passion for biblical theology right here in Casa Grande. Now let's join our host, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dominic here again with Street Talk Theology. I want to say hello to all our street talkers this morning. I'm hoping you're taking your sound theology and bringing it to the streets. Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail. Uh, that's my email. Anything uh, you have to ask, hopefully I, hopefully I can answer it. But listen, I don't even want to take a lot of time. You know what time it is here. You know how to reach me. But I'm continuing my conversation this morning uh, with uh, Pastor Michael Teddy and uh, Ashok Mohan from Redemption, Redemption Hill Church in India. Welcome, guys. What's happening? Oh, it's good to be with you again. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> this is a you lot know, of fun. <laughs> this is fun, right? But, uh, you know, I didn't ask this. How's the weather in India? What's happening there? Is it hot, warm? Cold? Does it get cold? I don't even know if it gets cold there. <laughs> we don't know anymore, I think. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> Because it, every time we, we, we hear the news, it tells us it's going to be hot. It rains like crazy. Uh, we had a near cyclone that just missed our parts and went up north and you know, that created a lot of devastation. Um, so we are having rains at the moment, a lot of rain. Yeah. Um, and we as a people are not used to cold. We're, we're used to heat. That's why That's why we need you guys in Arizona, man. You would love it. It's, I mean, it gets to be 115 out here. Uh, my, you know, my wife doesn't like the heat at all. Well, I want to get right to it. It's an honor to have you guys. And I'm, I'm I, you know, we only went through like two or three questions in a half hour, right, Ashuk? We didn't. We, when you get me, Ashuk, and 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 Pastor Michael Teddy talking, we you, I don't even want to say it. So there was something that uh, me and Pastor Michael and Ashuk spoke about. I think it was last night, and obviously, it's a when you, when you guys hear this recording, it'd be it'd be weeks ago. But it was something that I I really didn't know, and we spoke about a deep depression that plagues a lot of individuals in India, Christian and non-Christian alike. And I, I, I would like to hear that because, you know, when we and uh, Pastor Michael and Ashok were talking about this last night, it was getting kind of late and I was a little tired, but you know, really I was interested. In fact, I was telling my wife about it this morning. So I am so glad that uh, Pastor Michael will expound on this. Very interesting. So I'm going to just give Pastor Michael the the mic. And if, uh, if Ashok wants to uh, piggyback off that after he's finished, please, Ashok. Uh, Pastor Michael, please, on, on depression in India. Yeah. So um, it actually, uh, I first ran across situations like that when I was in college. So typically uh, we have, you know, we have this huge social stigma when it comes to issues of depression or any kind of uh, mental sickness, any kind of it, you know, any kind of psychological issues, there's a huge social stigma that's there. And culturally, that, that, that may be a very different from probably the Western culture. Uh, we, we are heavily community driven in the sense that um, 
it it matters so much in our society what people uh, in our society think or what the society stands we don't have independent offshoots you know that's not normal usually it it is changing of course you know whatever happens in the west happens here in in maybe a couple of years it will follow uh, but our culture is very different but in that sense it is a very um it's a very sad thing in one way in one way when it comes to the issue of depression where people don't want to talk about it so to give you an example in my college uh, we have counselors right college counselors uh, put there so that students can approach the counselors and talk to them that office is empty because mm. nobody would even dare walk into that room once for fear what if the others see them walking in there and if they saw that they know this person has some sort of problems or some sort of issues so forget about psychological counseling just counseling right just i need help with my you know managing my studies is not something that um people want to do so what started happening is it for me it started with a friend of mine um and we just couldn't get the guy you know he he uh, the way he acted the way he processed things he would he would uh, not do a lot of things he would be moody all the time and that's when a doctor diagnosed him of having bipolar and we we never even heard the word before we didn't know what it means and things like that how long ago was But, this michael was this was this recent uh, this was no this this was probably 10 11 years ago okay 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 right that's when it began for me my first exposure much later when i started you know the earlier church we were a part of and then when we planted redemption hill church i started running into a lot of believers um as we were doing ministry and preaching and things like that and we've just seen people after people after people we've ran into who have some kind of a depression trouble some kind of a psychological issue um so many of the patterns are similar uh in in you know we know of people who can't even step out of their house out of fear wow um, you know who can't move out at all you know and um, we we've been talking to this brother trying to encourage him but he's stuck he feels stuck he's too afraid to step out of his home uh, all sorts of issues like that you know and a lot of them go see psychologists or psychiatrist uh, in secret you know uh, because if it's not you know in in college at least the the family can take them without telling anybody and in secret kind of a thing and uh, what we commonly see is the the first step for most uh, most of those uh, people are where the doctors just give them medication or the psychologist the counselor just says take this medication and you'll be fine there's no process of therapy there is no education on therapy uh nothing is done so so to speak and so a lot of them by the time we come to know that they have these issues they are on medication they're struggling through it um and it would you know and it mind you we're a very small church right we have about eight members and 20 to 25 people meeting and only five years uh, that's that kind of gives you the number and i can already name you maybe 10 to 15 people who have gone through our church who have depression or oh, some kind of uh, issues regarding that so um, so uh, it, it is just there yeah yeah so pastor michael or ashok who so um obviously he's a pastor and you know ashok is um 
a theologian. Um, do you uh, do you do you try to counsel them biblically? Do you try to sit down with them biblically? And you know, we call that Ashok Wright Nuthetic counseling. I mean, when you counsel straight from the Bible. So, so are you seeing definitely like a sickness, or is it a spiritual battle, or both? So, how do you navigate that? And I'll. I'll open it up to you, whoever wants to answer that. How do you navigate that as, as a pastor or a brother, um, which is not easy, right, uh, guys? Yeah, um, Ashok, you want to you wanna say something? Because I, I'll tell you just this, this uh, the, the kind of people we have been running into are not just, uh, uh, you know, uh, so, you know, professing Christians, uh, but they are professing Christians who believe the reform traditions they are calvinists they are they know the bible uh, they know their theology uh, you know at least in their head um, and the struggle they really have is in uh, it you know what they know to trickle down to what they believe and in how they act and in how they live uh, a, a lot of them are really really influenced and uh, encouraged by, you know, what I think the West would call celebrity pastors, right? So, they, you know, they'd listen to John Piper, they'd listen to Paul Washer, they'd listen to John MacArthur, they'd listen to all these guys. They would have all their theology set in place and all those things are ready. Um, but a lot of them, over 80% of them are not plugged into local churches. That's the so, first thing. So, Eshok, this is a great, this is a whole, no, now, wait a minute. You see what you see with these brothers. We might we might have to be here for four hours. But so Ashok, this is a really interesting thing that Pastor Michael brought up. Now we know that the people he's speaking about are sound theologians. The problem is they're not their pastors, right? So the problem is you can listen up uh, whether it's Piper or MacArthur or Al Mohl or whatever. Um, the problem is you can't go to their house. You can't go tell them you're feeling depressed. So, Ashok, what do you do? How do you counsel a brother like that? How do you talk to a brother like that? Because, you know, like, and, and I think Pastor Michael hit it on the head. The people that they're listening to, praise the Lord, the theology is good. But at the end of the day, you can't go knock on Dr. MacArthur's office and say, hey, I got a problem. Yeah. So um, I would I would like to begin. I would actually like to begin at the point of uh, church membership and becoming a covenant member of a church and how great a blessing it is. Um, because when I mess up, I know I have a fallback. And uh, many a times, in most of the cases, it's it's even before I get into the mess, right? Uh, they see the patterns. These are brothers and uh, brothers who care for you, who know you for a while, know the kind of mistakes you can make, uh, where you're. Uh, but you have a blind side, they see to that. So there's uh, encouragement, wisdom, correction, all those things happening. So uh, when I talk to these brothers, one of the things that I've seen is um, a good number of them were not uh, uh, regular members of a church. Uh, so there was a limitation as to how much we could reach out to them, what we could do for them. Because at the end of the day, Mike, if Mike is not their pastor... Amen. Uh, there, there, there are certain limitations that come over there. So one of uh, I think uh, when I talk to these brothers, uh, 
uh, I always uh, try to keep bringing uh, it back to the point of becoming part of a healthy church and trying to serve there, uh, trying to uh, be part of a fellowship where uh, brothers know you can watch your life and uh, can point out things. So that that is one point that I always trying to uh, try to uh, bring forward. And the um, other uh, points would be uh, this that. Um, See, again, the church thing has to come back because it is easy to watch a Paul Washer video and then uh, trick ourselves into uh, believing that we believe what he believes in. Uh, but then that can't be proven. I mean, the, whatever we learn from them, there is no other place to put it into action unless we are part of a church. Amen. Amen. Right. So, um, so that I think that trickling down the tough love, everything comes when we are part of a church. So, uh, I keep encouraging them to be a part of a healthy church and uh, so that we can uh, proceed from there. So, most of my uh, conversations might start at that point. You know, Pastor Michael, and the thing with that is that those are tough navigations because you don't know if there's, you know, I mean, obviously sin is in the world. Someone could have a bipolar which is some type of light mental illness now you deal with that you want to deal biblically uh, uh we think uh nutetic counseling is the is obviously the way to go but sometimes somebody does need you know somebody they can be sick they can be um in a spot where um they may need a doctor now so uh, as a pastor do you um is there times you think that a doctor is necessary in some of these uh situations yes um uh, you know to to be honest um we 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 don't have this figured out you know that's what i tell to most great point the yeah, I that's, counsel, yeah. <laughs> yeah right i i try I, I try to tell them that, you know, you, you know, I know this is what I know. The gospel is the answer. Jesus is the only one that can heal and save. Amen. The Bible will help us navigate this. And if that navigation leads us to you having to see a doctor, we'll do that. But let's do it together. I think the bottom line, the problem is, you see, there is this tendency among a lot of them, amongst a lot of them, not even people without uh, depression issues and things like that but he, he, especially for the people who have this where as long like Ashok was saying as long as they agree with and study and read these great theologians of the west they like it they understand it it makes them secure okay this is what it means but somehow they miss the point that that is meant to transform your life uh, what you believe yeah. is meant to change you and I think when they plug into a church and they face the reality, suddenly things get a lot harder because this isn't about uh, memorizing scripture portions or reading books, right? This isn't about sitting in a room all by yourself where nobody sees you and you just read as much as you can and accumulate as much as you can. This is about actually having to go out and interact with people, having to pour out your lives for others, loving people sacrificially. So a lot of things come into play that's just, you know, responsibility um, and uh, how you ought to behave in your home, how you ought to be, behave in society, in community, in church. And that's where they struggle, really. And when we come alongside to kind of encourage them to do that, a lot of them begin to back away uh, and, and they don't want that. 
you know, Ashok, you know what I'm hearing Pastor saying, and I it, it kicked uh, it 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 clicked when he told me. We, you know, the devil is impersonal, and we've come to a point in our lives that we've become such an impersonal people. And I think what what Pastor Michael is hitting on and yourself is, you know, we've lost skin in the game. You know, we don't, you know, if we're going to be watching these people on television, that's impersonal. That's the gospel is personal. You know, so I'm hearing something really profound by both you brothers, because at the end of the day, you know, in the book of Acts and the house churches, I mean, obviously, you know, people pool their money and that's that's not my plight. I'm not talking about that. But there was, you know, eating together and living together and and, and interacting with each other. And, you know, uh, Ashok and Pastor Michael, we've lost that today. We've become, you know, people and I'm not please hear me. People know I'm not saying, you know, God can't use um, whatever dating, whatever. I, I don't know. But, you know, years ago, you know, people would meet people. You meet somebody in church. And, you know, today the world has become so impersonal. Um, can Do you guys agree? I mean, is there do you guys agree with that? And that, that's one of the problems, I think, that Ashuk and, and Michael is saying the local church, personal, get skin in the game. Is is that fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. That 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 that's right. You know that you 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 hit the nail. That's that's exactly the 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 problem we see around us. That's exactly the issue. Uh, and there's just a growing number of youngsters um, uh, who are de-churched. They don't want to have to do anything with the church. There are more parachurch ministries where which are now trying to uh, pretend to be the church, uh, and but they they'll never be the church. Uh, you know, so a local body of covenanted members coming together with the intention of discipleship, fellowship, worship, uh, is the uh, institution Jesus has ordained. Mm-hmm. in scripture by which we are to be built up spiritually Amen. and so that that is that is our endeavor that is what we encourage people to do and of course we are all broken people we don't claim to have all the answers but we know somebody who does amen and uh, you know that's and, that's the, what we and do. you know my, you know ashok when you in america you got the this large contingent of these large churches now with obviously with the pandemic and and what happened here but you you but again you just become a let me say it this way you just become a face in the crowd you have nobody you don't you don't have a place to go you don't have a door to knock on you know you go there as as just a number and i went to church and so um man it's encouraging to here, you know, when you got a church of eight or 10, and we're a small church here, you know, 50, 60 people. And, you know, even with 50, 60 people, uh, you know, we have three elders and, and things like that. It's, that's a lot of people to deal when you're dealing with people's lives. I mean, you can't, you know, somebody comes in and, you know, they're having a, a marital issue or, you know, somebody's, you know, thinking about getting married. I mean, these things are huge things that you can't deal with on a, you, you know, you got to put skin in the game, right? Ashok, I mean, this stuff is huge. It's people's lives. 
Yeah, um, Mike would agree that uh, he uh, sometimes say, uh, like, I'd like to say this, that uh, dealing me would be a full-time pastoral job for Mike. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I That's why Mike that. needs your help. <laughs> you would say 50 people are hard and we would say uh, there are like... Five people, people are hard, right? <laughs> yeah, five people are hard, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Pastor Michael's going to charge me on this. We only... <laughs> We only got five minutes left on this on this session, and I and I got one huge topic. You guys, you guys love me, right? Would you think about just another one more se- session, or you guys are going to tell me no? <laughs> We'd love to do one more session. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't know what time it is there. I don't know if you guys got to eat. I don't even know <laughs> if you guys have to go uh, have a meeting or something. Um, okay, so let me end with with Ashok uh, with this. Um, is there, is there, Ashok, is there still evangelism opportunities with the pandemic? Is, well, let, let me just ask that. Is there still evangel, evangelism opportunities in the region? And what would that look like during the pandemic, if there's any? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, so I, I think I and Mike were having this conversation, um, recently as well. And, uh, a lot of things have moved to the digital world now. Uh, workplace and um, churches and a lot of things have moved to the digital arena. And um, I think uh, in this, uh, a lot of evangelism would be shifted uh, to online modes um, in the uh, you know in the coming years. And uh, I, I think Christians should uh, really make use of those opportunities. Even the the podcast that we are doing now. Uh, yeah. Would, that goes on air right like uh it, it would be something digital so uh so that we find that there is a that is where the people are and uh, if god's sheep are out there and there are people who want the word of god out there we should put it there uh, so i would say um a lot of things would be moving to these digital arenas youtube videos or um podcasts or uh you know things such as that you know, Pastor Michael, and we got about three minutes uh, when, when I was talking, I was listening to Ashok. Pastor Michael, there are so many. I, I Look what I'm going to say, right? There's so many podcasts and stuff. I mean, this is I mean, this is crazy. I mean, and, you know, and OK, so don't charge me on this because we don't we try not to do this here. You ever noticed the podcast? You know, I, I mean, and a lot of them are good. I know that. But they you know, they seems like nobody's doing nothing right. Right. I mean, they, only, only they have it right. Right. I mean, it's like, what the heck? I mean, there's so much. And I, uh, anyway, uh, 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 Pastor Michael, you got about three minutes to rescue me on that. Maybe you can, you can say that better than I can. I think that, uh, you know, we can actually speak from our context, you know, as much as you know, um, uh, we've talked about the negative aspects of celebrity pastors. Um, let me tell you the positive aspect of it. Praise the Lord. We did not have anybody else to turn to. You know, when John Piper walks up on that stage and begins to preach, he's saving my soul. Amen. For my people, um, for the needs here, even before we we were a church, we we needed the gospel, and so. All of those men, all of those videos they started putting up, regardless of if, you know, 20 of them spoke the same topic, it didn't matter to us because that was food we needed. Yeah, and God had raised men to 
planted. You know, a lot of people who see our church, uh, who get to understand our structure and how we've become, a lot of them are shocked. They keep asking us the same question. Without a missionary, without some, someone coming in and planting a church like that, how on earth did you plant this church? Right? How did it just rise up out of the ground? And my response is, God can raise sons of Abraham from the stones of the yeah. on the ground. So that's precisely what happened. And what God used were resources like that. Whether it's podcasts, whether it's sermons that are being uploaded, the panel sessions when they sit together and they yeah, answer questions. Yeah, those are questions. pretty cool, right? I like them. Yeah. So we 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 are trying to get those things answered and we're going in and we're and i think god has mightily used that and uh, praise the lord for that and so uh, more more the podcast <laughs> for us the, the better the better the, the better because as long we as it's sound see, uh, right 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 and you know, in, in fact you know to, to be honest uh, even if they are not sound we still learn what not to say. <laughs> we still, <laughs> Listen, we, we still learn it. how to do it. He's uh, Ashok, uh, my, uh, Pastor Michael. He's a wordsmith. I <laughs> I learn a lot from him. Listen, we got to cut this. Uh, let me see where I'm at. Uh, anyway, uh, you guys are coming back. I won't bother you one more time. Is that okay? Yes, yes, it um, they're is. probably never uh, Rachel. If Rachel, you're listening, they're probably never going to take my phone call ever again. Um, <laughs> no, anyway, we, is, we we love, love talking. We just love talking. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Pastor Dominic Romali here on Street Talk Theology. We take our theology and bring it to the streets, and we also bring it to India. So praise the Lord for that. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us for Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Romali. You can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at 891 West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online at www.desertskybaptist.org.